Week Live. I'm your host, Todd Bailey. Joining me on the podcast tonight, my co-host with the most... Wake up and I'm butts and pans. That's right, just you and I flying solo again. For the very first time, no. 2013. <laughs> I was going to say, we've done the solo thing before, but this is the first time for 2013. Uh, it's a new year, Ginge. We're Did you make the, any resolutions? We're in the future. Well, technically it's the present. Well, we're, we're in... Mm. And, and if anyone's listening to this, it would have been the past. Well, well, that's, that's a mindfuck, you just it? totally blown my mind. Yeah. Um, did you make any resolutions um, this year? Uh, I probably should think about getting a little bit more healthier. Yeah. I did that last year. It worked out well for me. Yeah. Um, this year I said I want to get um, find a sugar mama. Uh, some rich woman who will uh, look after me and fun geek speak for us. Yeah? Yeah. So I'm going to start hunting the cougar bars. <laughs> All the retirement villages. Well, I, 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 I've been putting my order in for Anastasia for the last five or six years, and it still doesn't happen. Has, hasn't worked. Hasn't worked. Kind of a little bit disappointed. Only you can get it, sir. Like my, you know, mum and dad and, and my family. You know, like I, you know, they know. And yeah, every year they persist in buying me other stuff. That's for Christmas. I'm saying New Year's resolution. You're going to make a resolution to go and get Anastasia. I mean, you could you kidnap her and everything else. Not that yeah. we condone that here on Geek Speak Live. Yeah, don't, don't, don't go kidnapping celebrities, folks. It seems too much hard work, man. <laughs> it's a worry. Yeah. Hey, listen, Big fella, I want yep. to talk to you about uh, art imitating life. Now, you are a big fan of the movie Fanboys. I am. Now, give a quick rundown. What, what's the story about in Fanboys? Uh, I guess it's a group of guys that are big Star Wars fans, and uh, one of them is dying of a terminal disease, disease. and uh, they decide to go to Skywalker Ranch and steal, or at least get their hands on a copy of Episode 1. That's right. Okay, it's a f- quite a funny movie. It's got Kristen yeah. Bell in it. and uh, it's a great movie. Uh, there's, there's, a, there's a few people you'll recognise in there, like uh, Seth Rogen's in it as well. He has, is. has a decent part in it. Uh, two he plays parts in it. Two or three, I think it was three parts, wasn't it? Uh, I can't remember, but anyway, he's in it there a couple of times. Um, really good movie, mm. but... A similar thing has happened in yeah. real life. Yeah. There was a Star Trek fan who is dying, sadly, of, uh, I think it's leukemia. Yeah. And he's only got a couple of months to live in the States. And his family, around Christmas time, put a thing on the net saying, look, you know, um, his dream is to watch the new Star Trek Into Darkness movie. Yeah. Um, you know, sadly, he probably won't be able to around to make it. So we're just putting that out there. J.J. Abrams came across the, this thing, this mm-hmm. request, mm-hmm. went out of his way, set it up so that this guy would have a private screening of, of the new Star Trek movie. Yeah. Um, because he probably won't be around to see it in the cinema. So mm-hmm. um, got to hand it to... To J.J. Abrams, what a nice bloke to be able to grant that guy's yeah. the diehard Trekkie. Um, he, he's granting him his dying wish of being able to see the Star Trek movie before Espe- he passes. Especially so. this far, far out from you know the release it's, date. It wouldn't be completely months, finished. Quite a few months away Music, from release. Visual um, effects wouldn't be complete. Probably not, but at least this guy gets to see it. You know? yeah. and, and, and that's the thing, you know, that um, he won't ruin it on the net or anything like that. No, he's no, he's no. so appreciative of the fact that J.J. has gone out of, out of his... Um, Way yeah. to do that, yeah. Um, so, uh, hand it to him. What a top, what a top bloke, JJ Abrams. There'd be like, a lot of people out there that just would have fobbed him off. Yeah, you know? yeah. I wonder if he'll uh, if he'll, he'll suddenly get a rash of of people going. I'm I'm dying of this as well, or you know, mm. um, can, you, can I, I see this? Yeah, and, and I've got a bionic eye. Bionic eye. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, it's just a, it. it's just a video camera sticky tape to someone's head. Hey, that's what we should do with the next Batman movie. <laughs> You and I. <laughs> I see uh, it today coming out the... I'll have a bionic ear, which would be just a microphone <laughs> strapped to my head. Just a boom mic sticking out of your ear. Oh, it's a, it's a giant Q-tip. <laughs> You're an idiot. Why is it black? Oh, bad wax in my ears. Too, I gripped, gripped it too long. <laughs> uh, I, I, I see today that George... Lu- uh, coming out today that George Lucas uh, is engaged to his long-term... Is he? He was never... Girlfriend, well, he's partner. not married. 
He got divorced years ago. Oh, okay. I thought he was married. Around Empire come out. Oh. That's why Empire was such a sort of downer part of the, the, the series. Yep. Because yeah. you guys were a divorce. Yeah. Huh. So, Just a little side note. It was pointed out to me this week. Did you know J.J. Abrams mm-hmm. uh, wrote, um, what was the Mel Gibson one where he was a fighter pilot back in the 30s? Forever Young. Forever Young. Yeah. That was written by J.J. Abrams. Oh, wow. Did you know that? Back in the day. 1992, the movie came out. Far out. Yeah. There was, um, I think he had something to do with indep- uh, Armageddon. Yeah, he wrote Armageddon. Yeah. Yeah. What the hell, man? And now he directs films and, and stuff like that. Oh, what a prick. What a prick. Uh, one day that could be you, big fella. Uh, really? Hey? Really? No, not okay. really. Are you, are you a Star Trek fan? Um, no. I'm I've, more a Star Wars fan. Yeah, I, I've never been a Trekkie, but I, um, I went along to the last you know, Star Trek movie, the J.J. Yeah, didn't we all? The reboot. I loved it. Walked out. I went with a diehard Trekkie, and, mm. and I'm, I was a skeptic. I walked out of it. The, the diehard Trekkie loved it. He turned to me and said, what did you think? I said, I thought that was just fantastic. So J.J. Abrams was able to, to he kept the, the diehard fans happy, and he kept the newbies, newbies like me happy as well. So let's see what this new one looks because Benedict Cumberbatch, Cumberbatch, whatever his name is, uh, the guy who played Sherlock, he's, yeah. the, he's the villain. Are you going to take a pair of sunglasses, you know, what? so that all the lens flares don't blind you? Oh, because it's in 3D, is it? No, all the, all the lens flares. Remember when they're on the ship and there's all sparkles in the screen? That's right. He was doing a heap of that stuff, yeah, wasn't it, he? You know how they did that? They, they didn't do it with digital effects. It was guys either side of the camera flashing torches into the lens of the... Uh, of really? The, of the, video, of the, uh, the film camera. Is that to give the thing? To, that to give the flares and, and, and stuff like that. Solar flares. Yeah. Is, is that what it's meant to represent? Oh, I think I think it, uh, it's it's more just to make it look cool rather oh. than any actual practical thing. Right. Fair enough. I didn't know that. That's, yeah. that's you're a film guru, well, aren't you? Go back and watch it when they when they're in the. Oh, fine. Then I will tell me what it, to do. Whether in the <laughs> do they call it the bridge? And, well, I'm and not a trekkie. You're asking the wrong guy. Yeah, me too. I, I, I I'm saying it's the bridge, bridge, isn't it? I don't know. Yeah. Two, two guys that are so far removed away from Star Trek. They reference um, date as star logs, isn't it? Star date. Was it star date or star log? Star. Well, it, it, aren't the logs the captain's log? <laughs> I don't know. Most of Trekkies will uh, sort us out. We are so going to go to hell in Trekkie heaven. Yeah, whereas, you know, you ask us about the true trilogy. Um, mm. <laughs> Hasn't got people walking either. No. Now, listen, uh, you and I went to see The Hobbit last week. We did indeed. Would you give it out of out of five Geek Speak rating? Um, oh. A lot of hype around this movie. You're a fan of The Lord of the Rings. I'd seen all The Lord of the Rings. I've never watched them again. I saw Did them when they came out at the cinema. Disappointed I had to watch it in 3D. And that was the 48 frames per second, no. wasn't it? No. no, we watched it in 24 frames. Did we? Even in, in 3D? 3D. Yeah. Where's this 48? Where do you see it in 48? You can go see it in Brisbane. Oh, so we don't get it up here. Because a mate of ours, Dan, went and saw it in 48 frames. Yeah. And he said, uh, so, so imagine when you watch State of Origin Football, right? Yeah. How it looks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, it looked worse than that, I'm told by a mate of ours, Dan. Oh, okay. That it looked like it was shot with, like, uh, cameras for sport. I had seen somewhere, uh, someone said it looked less cinematic, yeah. film like that. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, but we did get to see it in 3D last week. And uh, geez, I gave it a four out of five. Now, don't get me wrong, it was an enjoyable movie. Thought yep. it was pretty good. That's why I got four out of five. I had people before I went into it, they're like, oh, it's three hours long, but you're not going to notice it. You, you know, the time will fly. Uh, Bullshit. It got to two and a half hours, and I'm sitting there going, come on, come on, come on. I tell you what, I got halfway, I got a, about half an hour into it, I went, oh, I think I kind of need to pee. 
Yeah, I didn't appreciate. I think I do. I didn't appreciate you peeing in the cup beside me, dude. <laughs> right, and the fact that you turned to me and said, "Can you just shake this for me?" I mean, dude, come on. We're mates, but we're not that close. Uh, but on a serious note, I, four out of five, I think a little bit tedious, a little bit long. I could have easily cut a half hour out of it because I was getting, I was getting a bit cranky with the whole lingering long panoramic. Yeah. Shots of, of New Zealand's beautiful snow-covered mountains. I know what yeah. New Zealand has. I yeah. saw all that shit in the Lord of the Rings. Yep. Right? You don't need to linger on these big shots. And then walk. I had a close to Randall moment. I was like, <laughs> you know, he's talking about, you know, this movie's truck full, even the trees walk. Yep. In this movie, they did a hell of a lot of walking. Yeah. That's all it was. And, and, um. It was with the fucking dwarves singing. Two dwarf songs at the start uh, of the movie. Yeah. Someone that, said to me they thought they'd what? fucked up and gone to the wrong cinema and were watching Lay Miz. I, 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 th- <laughs> I, th- I thought we were watching fucking uh, Snow White or something. <laughs> you know? <laughs> but, yeah, like I say, pretty well cast and, and, uh, a good movie. Just the whole thing, and spoiler alert, if you haven't seen it, um, Barry Humphreys is the Goblin King. Yeah. That dragged on for a bit there, the whole I, under- I, Goblin City underground. I felt like they, they built the underground models. And they went, well, fuck it. We've already built it. We might as well film the shit out of it. lingered, didn't it? Like, yeah. like it was a bit too long, but tedious. And the um, the, the whole rock, uh, the mountains turning into people. Yeah, and, what and the fuck was that? It, it was, was no. It was, gonna, yeah, the, it, it was almost like you could have cut that whole sequence out of the movie, and it wouldn't have it affected make, anything. It didn't make a lick of sense to me. No, like they didn't Honestly, explain going, it what, whatsoever. No, there was no talking. They were just them screaming and yelling because, like, the rocket split in half. It was t- two legs or two knees or yeah. something like that, and suddenly they're getting flung around. I'm sitting there going, and there was no explanation. There's no real before or after all it was of was what thund- they were. Thunder, lightning, and rocks being thrown. Yeah, I mm, yeah oh yeah. Now that you mention it, it was just. All of a sudden, we're, we're walking, and oh fuck, this is happening. <laughs> the mountains have come alive. Well, what the I'm hell? They're going. They're on some fucking good shit. Whatever <laughs> they're smoking, I want some because I, I, I think they've powdered it into the into the the digital <laughs> format, and we had to ingest it through our eyes. But that's that's my only real problems with it. I thought it was, uh, you know, like I say, a, a good looking movie. Yeah, like there's one thing you, you give Peter Jackson. It's a good looking movie, mm. well cast. Mm. I mean. You know, what's his name? The, the guy playing uh, Bilbo Baggins. Um, the guy that played what, uh, Watson. He was in Watson Sherlock. and Sherlock Holmes. Oh, my God, I've had an absolute blank. Anyway, he's, uh, he's a good actor, well cast there. He, he does a really good version of uh, imitating um, the bloke that played Bilbo in the Lord of the Rings movies. Yes, yes. And uh, it was pointed out to me, you know, the, the other wizard, the brown wizard. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. Gant off the grain, you've got, I can't mm, think of his mm. name, the brown guy. Now, do you know, in the, in the books... In all the Lord of the Rings books and Hobbit, mm. he's only mentioned like twice and very short, like like a sentence. He's yeah. just described as such the brown. Yeah, I mean, and yep. he likes birds or whatever. Yeah. They've, for the movie, <laughs> well, I like um, birds as well. Yeah. But he's into a different kind of bird, I think. <laughs> I'd be Wade the Red. I like birds as well. <laughs> anyway, he. Not as they, much as he likes they've birds. They've essentially taken this character that's referenced only once or twice in the books, like a real fleeting reference, and yeah. turned him into a. Into character. a major character. Do you know who played that? I, I forget Doctor Who Sylvester McCoy oh, oh yeah 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 that's, uh, that's him playing that character I, I was real, I was a little bit concerned that he had bird shit on his face yeah, dribbling, so dribbling down from his head down over his cheek <laughs> into his beard it's kind of like someone in makeup is going to get fired for that I'm like what the fuck man we Mr. didn't need Mr. to see that Mr. McCoy we're ready to film you on set and as he's walking along yeah, you know? uh, like I, I, I understand no I don't understand <laughs> I understand that he, he kept birds under his hat but do you know what I found? Why fa- would they need to do I, that? I don't know, dirty bastards, aren't they? You know what I, I found fascinating? The fact that you, 
you couldn't sit and watch Harry Potter without like sitting there firing a million questions. But you will accept orcs, goblins, trolls, and shit in Lord of the Rings and Hobbit, and not bat an eyelid once. But dobbing the house elf in, <laughs> in Harry Potter, and you're going, what is that? What is he? He's unbelievable. Why would you well, have that character? In well, there? to 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 say um, there was some really hard uh, lines to understand in. In this movie, the with whole Gollum, the Gollum scene, when they were doing the Gollum kind of um, riddles, there was there was a lot some of dialogue of the, there that I didn't understand. The dialogue didn't come across clearly. Yeah. enough. I, I think you're right there. Um, and I did find I'm not criticizing the movie too strong or anything. I just want to say, you know, in Lord, the Lord of the Rings movies, all the different races, like for the orcs and everything else, they looked very distinct. Yes, this here. I noticed Started that to, yeah. the orcs, the trolls, and the goblins were all starting to look a little bit similar. Yeah. To me, anyway. They, you know? they, did, they didn't um, differentiate really, really considerably different no. between the orcs and the goblins. No, it all started... It was a little bit of that was just a bit hard to, to It was starting up. to merge at one point there. But this leads me to another point now. Um, Universal uh, Studios, who have mm. the, the rides in Orlando, Florida, and all that kind of stuff, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. They want to do a Lord of the Rings Middle Earth theme park type thing. Like they've, they've opened um, Harry Potter, Harry Land. Potter, which is weird because Harry Potter came out. It's Warner Brothers property, mm. but Universal's got so, the so, theme park. So, so Warner Brothers would have spoken to Universal and went, "Hey, let's gonna we're gonna work in cahoots to get this up and running." That's right. So now Universal's turned to Warner Brothers and said, "Look, the, the Tolkien family doesn't trust us as a company. Yeah. Will you approach the Tolkien family and try and talk them into letting us do a Middle Earth Lord of the Rings type?" Theme, theme park, park yeah. at Universal Florida, mm. which is where I think that's where the, uh, the well, that, Harry that'd... Potter one is as well. The Harry Potter, yeah, yeah that's right. Uh, Land, sorry, it's like a whole theme park dedicated to the Harry Potter experience, uh, which I find really interesting that um, Warner Brothers and Universal are working mm. hand in hand with these kind of things, considering that Universal also had the Marvel characters. So they're working with the home of Warner Brothers, the home of DC Comics, yeah, right. But they're working with they've they've got Mar- the Marvel Land of Adventure and all that, which is owned by Disney. Like Disney mm. don't even have the Marvel stuff; it's out no. at Universal. So Universal seems to be the go-to place for, for yeah. theme park yeah, kind yeah. of entertainment, I guess. What kind of rides would they have at, at Middle Earth World? Oh, they have a fantastic Land. fucking walk. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all it is, all it is, is, is a ring that yep. you just keep on walking round and round, yep. and it never ends. Do you imagine being the poor bastard's got to play Gollum? <laughs> All day. Maybe actually, maybe Andy Circus is looking for a job. Well, um, I see that he started up his own production company. Has he? Yeah. Sorry, I still, can, I still can, like him in in, in Birkin Birkin Hair. And and this park, do you think they'll have that big ride with those fucking hawks and shit? <laughs> like spoiler alert. Sp- <laughs> yeah, fuck it. I'm going to ruin it. You know. <laughs> spoiler alert. The big hawks at the end. The big eagles. Why the fuck do you need to walk all that way? Have an eagle swoop in and save you at the end, and then drop you on top of a mountain and go, there's the mountain stuff that we've got to head to. Yeah. What? You just, as you fly through the air, don't put us down there, just keep us flying over that way, will you? But, you know, like, he he did the same. He did the same (laughs) fucking thing in Lord of the Rings. Why didn't they just pick him up in Hobbiton? Drop them where they needed to go. Drop them in Mordor. Why flick we, the ring. Or, or not even stop at Mordor. No, just, fl- just flick the ring the as you're flying past. It drops in. You abolish all that bullshit in between. <laughs> Sean Bean would probably be alive. <laughs> I bet you he'd be fucking... He'd, he'd love to, to this, finish, this, a, finish a movie being able to do a sequel. This, Ginge, is the reason why you're not in Hollywood directing. Because <sighs> you piss the people off saying these kind of things. Like, what the fuck, man? And then he your does film this... Go, your film would go for a whole five, ten minutes and you'd be done. Yeah, you'd be like, well, why would he fucking walk <laughs> if he could have hopped on this bastard and... 
Uh, maybe Gandalf's going a bit um, senile, eh? But, but, uh, but Dan did tell us that in the books. But see, the thing is, you need to explain it to the audience. You can't just say, oh, but in the books, he was trying to make them believe that they could do the trip and, you know, yeah. make hobbits more aware of the outside world. And you're like, well, does, doesn't, none of that is in the fucking him. movie. No. No, but I'll tell you what, uh, your career in Hollywood, if you're going to make a, a Lord of the Rings film that quick, would be pretty short. Uh, but not as short as the run for Christian <laughs> Slater's movie last year, end of last year, Christian Slater, yes. uh, who I think is a great Hollywood actor. Loved I, him I, in Cuffs, loved him in, uh, what was the, the TV series? Breaking In. Breaking In. It was a great TV show. He had a movie come out and um, a grand total, it only got to show on one screen, one, one cinema. And I, I don't know whether it was Hollywood or what, but... 33 people went to see the movie over a week. It was open for only a week. Yeah. It to- took in a grand total of $264. It was the lowest grossing film of for a weekend opening, yeah. For uh, for 2012. There you go. Christian Slater's film. And uh, it, yeah, the movie was playback. I'm pretty sure he stole the idea of us. Yeah. <laughs> but they said that um if it's a dark cop cop drama or something, wasn't it? Or Yeah, like, like a horror cop movie. They said yeah. that um, if if it had opened in like if the cinema was in LA, yeah, it works out that movie tickets in LA are eleven dollars. So therefore, only twenty four people may have seen the movie. Yeah, yeah. And uh, oh, so that- it didn't open in LA; it opened somewhere else. But grand total thirty three people through the doors, totaling two hundred and sixty four dollars for Christian Slater's last for movie. the opening weekend, and then it went on to play for one more week, where it made another. $12. $12 the whole week. The whole friggin' week, One man. person must have gone on. Probably was suffering insomnia. Or was, right? it, two, or was it two people that went on Cheap Tuesday and got, <laughs> like, two tickets? Probably worst date ever, a bloke and his missus. You know what he needs to do? Is he needs to do a sequel to Cuffs, Gleaming the Cube, Yeah. Um, pump up the volume. What yeah. else was he in? Robin Hood. Oh, I liked him in Robin Hood. Mm. Him and Kevin. He played uh, Will Scarlet. Will Scarlet. Yeah, yeah. Was right. yeah. I only watched that not long ago. Um, there you go. So, so Christian Slater, not the most bankable star in Hollywood. Speaking of Hollywood, Stan Lee. Stan, the man, the myth. He had a birthday the other week. He did. 90 years of age, 90 years young, Stan do you, Lee. Do you think he's a cyborg already? I think he's, he's been replaced with certain parts. We're gonna, the, Marvel's got to keep Stan Lee. Like, hey, that Disney owns Marvel. Look what they did to Walt, Walt Disney. I'm pretty sure that they're um, they're like, well, we froze Walt. We can't do that with Stan. We'll have to. I think I think they parts. I think uh, Stan probably died, and they've since uh, embalmed him and and chuck uh, a little person inside him to control him. <laughs> just like just like a what the fuck just, are you smoking? Just like a, a, a Mickey Mouse type uh, costume. So it's a skin. It's like it, it's just a skin. skin. Yeah. Well, I, I, I was if gonna... you're 90 years old, you couldn't get around like he does. I thought maybe they cloned him. I can't get around. Now. And you're only 31. Yeah. Um, Stanley has come out and, and they've asked him about the, the Marvel films. And he said the last couple of years since they've been pulling everything together and working towards like Marvel Studios, right? When Marvel Studios yep. was formed yep. and they started working towards uh, Avengers and you know, they were doing Iron Man and all that. He said those films have been fantastic. And that's true Marvel to him. He, okay? he said he loved the Avengers movie. Loved the Avengers and everything else. He talked about the films before Marvel Studios so wasn't real big on Fantastic Four and the way they treated Galactus and everything else and Doctor Doom Doctor Doom in there he wasn't wasn't a fan I, mm. but he came out and had a bit of a swipe at Daredevil and mm. said it was not the way he had written the character and he thought it, it, it wasn't a good film this is where Stanley and I differ because I've, I've said it before on the podcast um, you know I talk about it all the time I love the Daredevil movie here let me let me read out the quote yep. right about uh Daredevil. They just wrote the whole thing wrong. 
They made him too tragic. That's not the way I wrote him. What do you mean too tragic? <laughs> he overcomes like this, this disability of being blind and takes down the... You know, yeah, okay, it's a little bit tragic. I mean, it's... Well, I, but I, I thought it was well acted, well, you know, well, cut, like, well I love cast. Ben, I love Ben Affleck acting. I think he's fantastic. Um, just, to me, it's one mm. of my all-time favourite superhero movies. I do notice he, he didn't talk about Buddy Wolverine and Deadpool. He goes on to say that, that he can't wait to see what they do with Deadpool. Did he not watch Wolverine? Yeah. <laughs> they, they kind of fucked it a bit. Deadpool was shit in yeah, that like, movie. Uh, like I, Ryan Reynolds, top actor. Yeah. I mean, the character of Deadpool with the, his whole you know, mouth mm. being sewn shut. He's the merc with a mouth. He's full of smart-ass quips and everything else. Like, you can't sew his mouth shut. I, I, don't, I don't think Stan is really being told what's happening in no. the Marvel Studios <laughs> universe. But um, he is right. I mean, like, the Marvel films are amazing nowadays. It's Marvel Studios. They're controlling it themselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Marvel don't have any control over the Spider-Man franchise because that's Sony's got the rights to that. Mm-hmm. Fox has the rights to uh, Wolverine and X-Men and, of course, Fantastic Four. Now, is Fantastic Four reverting back to since they haven't done I'm another one? I'm not sure. I think there's another couple of years to run, but there were, was talk they were talking about rebooting. Um, Fantastic Four, and, and, since and they're talking. They're still talking about doing a reboot of Daredevil. And, so, and and but but from what I hear, Daredevil is being has been is pretty much scrapped, and oh. Fox is letting the, the the rights revert back to Marvel. So Marvel can do so, a reboot because you know who was in talks at one stage for playing right? Matt Murdock Daredevil? Who? Jason Statham. Really? You'd have to put a wig on him. Cause oh. he's but I could see uh, Matt, he, he could do the moves. I yeah. He's a bankable star. I just don't know whether he's um, there for me. I still reckon de- uh, no one will ever replace Ben Affleck for me. I've got this unnatural love with Ben Affleck, haven't I? I really have. Uh, I like women. Trust me. I really, really do. But, so does um, Ben Affleck. Yeah. <laughs> you remember he was dating Jenny Lopez oh. for a while? Wow. Jennifer Lopez. Hey, Ben Affleck. <laughs> <laughs> you like my juicy booty? Why, why am I thinking oh, of her like that? Well, you're thinking of, of from South Park. South Park with his hand. My I'm, Miss, Miss Lopez. I'm, I'm Jennifer Lopez. <laughs> I um, wish people could see us doing the little hand <laughs> actions right now. Hey, you know what? Well, I just worried about the gleam in you. You're batching for a week and you suddenly, you started doing that with your hand and your eyes lit up. I was hoping you're not getting Hello, any idea. Mrs. Lopez. No, I, I didn't think Jennifer Lopez was, was that. you got to think for, no, but you got to think for Anastasia. You'll be um, doing mouth movements with them. No, see, see if I was doing I'm all out love. No, no, but if, you, if you're doing Anastasia, it can, oh, Mrs. Lopez. It couldn't be that. No. You'd have, hello, I'm here, here, What the fuck that, was that? She, she kind of has a little bit of Taylor Dane in her voice. A slightly mannish quality to her. <laughs> <laughs> hey, someone pointed out the other day, do you reckon Anastasia is just Taylor Dane rebranded? I, re- I reckon she probably is. <laughs> she sounds an awful Totally like would, though. Who Anastasia? Yeah, yeah. What about Taylor Dane? Back in the day, I would have. totally would now. She was, was you? Yeah, I would Dolores because they're, the, they're the same person. She's forty-one years of age, Dolores. Yeah, yeah. I saw a picture of her today, and oh my god! Whew, hello. I only, uh, <laughs> yeah, I only heard recently that Anastasia brought out an album where she was doing uh, covers of. Um, uh, uh, you can't always get what you want. Rolling Stones, yep. Wonderwall from Oasis. What's the name of the the, the um, album? Was it? It's a man's world. How come you haven't bought it? Well, I, I 
I only found it last night on, on YouTube. Yeah. And it, it must have come out a couple of years ago. I'd never heard How'd of it. How'd you miss it? I don't know. You used to stalk her all the time. I was I was too busy looking at her photos and not listening <laughs> to her music, apparently. <laughs> That's why we got booted out of LA and not allowed back there. Mm. Um, guess what else was shown this week? They've right. released some clips and pictures from the new DC Nation lineup for 2013. Now, this looks pretty cool. There is, uh, there's a couple of clips on there. You'll be able to find it online. Um, Nightwing is in Teen Titans. Yeah. Uh, sorry, Young Justice. Young Justice. Um, the costume's a little different. I like that they've kept the blue. The blue on there. Yeah. But uh, it is just a little bit. I don't think he's got the long hair, has he? He's got short. Not really. No. Still the, the kind of short I, hair. Like the, the it looks it looks pretty much like the uh, the same costume from the Batman and Robin. Cartoon. Animated series, yeah. yes, yes. Yeah, that was a good costume. Um, also, there's a clip on there for the new uh, season of Green Lantern, the animated series. Now, this looks this cool. This clip is awesome, because yeah. Green Lantern's trapped in an alternate universe or something. He's trying to get back to Kilowog yep. and, and that on the ship. Yep. And I think Tomar Ray's on the ship as well. And he's stuck in, like, a steampunk universe. universe yeah. And there's a steampunk lantern that mm. he's trying to work with, right? Anyway, the, it, it, it's awesome. There's these big steampunk yeah. airships and yeah, all this yeah. kind of stuff, and... If you get a chance, pop along, check it out. Um, you'll be able to find it on, probably on, on, on Warner Brothers or DC's We'll check the link website. up. We'll, we might, yeah, we'll throw a link up this week. Uh, it looks really, really good. So there's a bunch of stuff coming out from mm. DC Nation. There's yeah. a bunch of other animated shorts they're releasing this year. Rumor is they're still doing uh, Warner Premiere, the, 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 the animation arm who do you yep. know, your, your animated DC movies. Rumor is they're still looking at a Batman Nightfall. Wow. Uh, animated movie, possibly split into two movies. Wow. It's just a rumour at the moment. But in the next couple of weeks, we get Batman The Dark Knight Returns Part 2. Yes. Now, have you seen Part 1 yet? I, I, I stopped it about five minutes into it. Why? Because I was too busy editing. I, just, and I, I don't want to ruin and, it. And I don't want to ruin it by not paying full attention to Honestly, it. Honestly, dude, sit down this weekend if you get a chance. Watch yeah. it, because yeah. it, it is really good. Like I, I was sceptical at first. I thought, how are you going to pull this off, um, yeah. especially in an animated movie? The fact they've split it into two gives yep. me hope for a, for a Nightfall one that they could split, or even Hush, if they turned around and did Hush, made it two or something like that. It's awesome. It's wicked. It's um, Part two comes out, you know, the big showdown with, uh, like, the Jokers in it, and then Batman and Superman fighting one another. Yeah. So in the first one, he takes on the mutants. Yep. You know, and the mutant leader and all that kind of thing. Really well cast, well voice cast and everything else. So get, if you haven't watched Dark Knight Returns Part one, get along and get, grab it from any of your good DVD retailers. Yeah. Part two is due out in the next few weeks. So, night Nightfall would have to be broken up into maybe three films. Well, you'd almost would you do Night uh, Nightfall, Night's Quest, and then Night's, Night's End. End. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, I honestly, I would watch all three. I think it'd be great. Yeah. Knowing Warner Brothers, they'd probably try and fit it into two, though. I'd reckon. You reckon? You'd probably have Nightfall and then Night Night's End. You just cut out the Night's Quest part in the middle. Yeah. So, but I'd imagine an animated version of Azrael. Yeah, shit, yeah. How wicked would that be? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there you go. That's um, DC Nation. We'll pop up a link later this week, but you should re- really uh, keep an eye out for the new season of Young Justice, mm-hmm. uh, which is cool, and Batman. Uh, sorry, Green Lantern, the animated series. Now, th- later this year, we're also meant to see a new Batman animated series. Um, oh, really? Which uh, Alfred is a bit more kick-ass in it uh, okay. and this kind of thing, and I think it's got Batgirl in it. And is it? Oh, okay. There's been little teaser images released um, at some of the Comic Cons, yeah. like just still shots out of it, still frames. So um, keep an eye out. They reckon later this year we, it gets announced there will be a new Batman cartoon series. So this, because, you know, we have Brave and the Bowl, which is aimed at a younger audience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, this is going to be aimed more at 
your teenage kind of audience. Cool. Kids and teenagers, but adults should get a kick out of it as well. So more, more a throwback to Batman the Animated Series, the original I Animated Series. I think that's series. what they're aiming for. Now, I don't know whether uh, Paul Dini and Bruce Tim have a hand in it or anything. I don't yeah. know yet. Uh, but you would hope that they get some of that old crew back to work. You would think so. Because, I mean, those are still some of the best animated yeah. episodes you'll ever see. Yeah, should you? I'm glad you agree with me wholeheartedly there, sir. Um, wholeheartedly. I'm still barred up from buddy thinking that Night's Quest and you know, Nightfall will be a, an actual movie. And that would be so cool. And, you know, I was saying to someone the other day, like, uh, I got shown the animation for Batman Arkham Asylum and Arkham City. They have animated yep. little mini trailer clips type thing. Yeah, the, uh, the quick time events. Yeah, look, I looked at it the other day. Someone showed me, and, and I looked at the animation and went, oh, my God. Warner Brothers, DC, what the fuck are you doing? Like, this mm. is the perfect opportunity... To, to make good money, yep. Put you know, get those guys. Is it Rocksteady? Is the, is the studio uh, is that does the, it? Is the games company? Games, yeah. games company, right? I'm sure they're probably handling the animation as well for these little oh, yeah. movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get them, pay them money to do like you know, a couple of million dollar budget or whatever else. Mm. Do a animated movie of yeah. Batman with that design because like he's got stubble yeah. in it. He looks fantastic. Yeah, you know, yeah. the action's awesome. Get Kevin Conroy, get Mark Hamill or whoever to voice act in it. Mm. You don't have to worry about actors getting old or dying no, or anything right. like that. Because right. voice actors, one of them, you know, Mark Hamill dies, you'll get someone else who will sound remarkably like him as the Joker or yeah, whatever yeah. else. Think of the merchandising you could pump out. That's right. I would go and watch that on the big screen if mm. it was released to cinemas. Yeah. Wouldn't you? Like, you would too. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, and someone showed me the one for uh, Assassin's Creed. Same thing. Yes, You yes. bring out an Assassin's Creed movie, you don't need a live-action movie because, you know, you could do more... Stunt-wise, in an yeah. animated movie today, than if, if I mean motion capture goes up to one point where you could get a guy that's kick-ass in doing choreography, yeah, and motion capture that, and then the points where he jumps off a building and falls twenty stories, he's just falling. Yeah, you know, I I, I would honestly, I'd go and pay money and, and watch it on the big screen. Now, the other thing, like if you're a Batman fan, how cool would it be to see Batman like he is in those games in a yeah. more traditional costume? It's not yeah. some guy in a rubber costume or a bike. Bike suit like in um, uh, the you know the Chris Nolan Batman films, right? Mm. It does look a bit clunky and a bit awkward. Whereas you put that kind of animated movie, as, as, Batman, as soon, yeah. As soon as it's three D generated, it can it it looks as cool as you want to make it, it look cool. Yeah, and it looks it, it makes me think of the comic book. Yeah, you know what I, mean? I look at it and go, "This is the Batman I want to see on the big screen." Like when we saw uh, Batman Dead End for the very first time, the yeah. Sandy Collar fan good, film. How good was that? You know. All but of a sudden, you know... I, I really think that they could. I reckon you could turn around and get a company like Rocksteady to make a full-length feature film. And if it was a success, then yeah. you know, you just keep, keep them working on it. And think of all the villains you could put into it. You, you could turn have, them over a lot quicker than a real movie. I reckon you could too. I really, with the 3D genera- generated images today and... On, uh, on YouTube, if you look it up, you can pretty much watch the entire uh, game from start to finish with all those events. Uh, people have cut it all together as though it was a full movie because they've done the same thing to the Ghostbusters computer game oh, where cool. they've cut all those elements together so you could watch it from the very start to the very end yep. as though it was Ghostbusters Part 3. Wicked. I'm gonna, you have to send me the link so I can check that out. All right, cool. Uh, also on YouTube, check it out, uh, Comic Shop Heroes. Now, National Geographic... Mm has put together a comic shop, uh, real-life kind of show. We've got was, comic book men from Kevin Smith and that. It's different to that because it's not as yeah. It's not as jokey. It's more showing the workings of a real comic Behind shop. Behind the scenes of what goes um, into and it. And it's Midtown Comics. It's one of the largest comic book stores in the world in New York. Now, this thing's like a two-story 
shop. Yep. Um, and it is it's considered the biggest and the best in the world, Midtown yeah, Comics. Yeah. It's New York. You know, you've got to have the biggest and best in New York. Yep. Now, it follows a couple of the staff members and the owner um, leading up to uh, New York Comic Con. Mm-hmm. And it also ties in, like, there's this local artist who's trying to get his comic picked up and, distri- like, sh- put in on the shelves. Oh, wow. Uh, and pushed by Midtown yep. and so he's putting together like a, it, it follows him he's created this character and he, he even shoots a, a small film like oh no way independent film to be able to push this this character and, and his father's the artist his father is like a graphic designer and artist oh wow and you see like some snaps of, of the artwork it's fucking amazing yeah. artwork wow so hopefully one day this comic actually does oh, come out cool but it's up on YouTube it's split into three three fifteen minute segments so it's mm-hmm. called Comic Shop Heroes um, pop along watch it have a look at it and it's, as I say it's different to Comic Book Men it's a different kind of show but it's very very entertaining I, I liked it I thought and, and this is only the pilot I'm hoping it gets picked up and they make more episodes but it is National Geographic is the is, is who's doing it is so the channel behind it yeah. it's the channel behind it yeah it's got a, it's a set in America it's set in, in New York but it's a British guy narrating it um, <laughs> which I thought was kind of cool I thought it was pretty funky but um, yeah check it out Comedy Shop Heroes it's a, it is on YouTube split it into three parts three 15 minute segments very good Who's the bloke that does all the nature? Uh, Attenborough. David Attenborough. No, it's, David not, Attenborough. it's not David Attenborough. As we see the wild go into the forest. As the gazelle gets taken down. As the comic fan gets ripped <laughs> off because of a dinted comic panel. <laughs> He's unhappy because his bag does have a rip in it. He was quite upset that there was no bag and board provided with the initial purchase. Watch as the diehard crazy fan, comic fan, does try to get all the variant covers. Oh no, he's just been pipped on that chromium bloodshot number one. Watch as he starts throttling another comic fan. Watch as a female of the species comes through the door. And look at all the comic fans scuttle into the each dark corner. <laughs> Honestly, you know what, we don't have that problem here at uh, Kaboom Comics where I, uh, I, I work. They, um... Some people say I don't work at all. Uh, <laughs> to those people, I say, <laughs> "You bar humbug." <laughs> we we have a great mix of male and female customers, and I tell you what, we really yeah. You know, every retail business, especially in something uh, as niche as comic books and pop culture, you will get one or two weirdos. And, and, and I'm not being and you're saying mean. It, you're saying it with the most genuine there respect. Is, there's literally no other way to describe some people. They are just weird. Okay. Um, luckily, you and I aren't though. No, no, no. <laughs> we're normal. We're so uh, far away from from weird. Stop, on the... Would you stop licking the front windows? Uh, um, but honestly, the majority of my customers, ninety eight percent of them, normal down to earth people. You get two yep. percent who are just weird the and undescribable. Dra- they just drag the whole percentage, the whole down. percentage down. And I tell you what, I've seen good. Good-looking female customers walk in and they start talking, and these guys literally freeze up. Right? They freeze <laughs> up and then they bolt out of the shop. They're like, There's a girl in the shop, and they bolt. Um, you know how last week I was telling you about um, the Geek Love? Yes, it's the comic speed dating at Comic Con. Yep. There was one uh, episode. Let's fly over so we can have a crack at it. There was one. <laughs> Ladies, I'm still single. Ginger spoken for. There but was, I'm still on the market. There was one episode I was watching where old mate was. Um, uh, yeah. Anyway, he was. Well, he's what? Oh, I just, mm, he, what, he's awkward. Awkward social, doesn't have awkward. very good social skills, right? Yeah, as he, in, he, as in a, a um, <laughs> as in a statue in a park would have more social skills. Than yeah, him. he needs to grow a beard. 
He needed to grow a beard to try and get a bit of redemption. Why? But, well, no, just explain that. What do you mean grow a beard? What well, was he, an ugly le- ball? Well, at least make him not look like he's five. Oh, I was going to say, did he, was he, he ugly? Was, he, was he, a bit, he was a tall and... Baby face kind well, of guy. Yeah, well-built bloke. So but, he was fat and, and he looked childlike, is yes, what you're saying. Yes, And uh, his, his way of um, communicating, or his pickup line was, oh, yeah, I can... Uh, I can speak like Chewbacca from Star Wars. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> and and he's, sit, he's just sitting there going... <laughs> uh, I'm like, okay. no! Oh, I have, look, I haven't done it in months. Let's see if I can do it. Ready? <clears throat> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Luckily, I'm not hairy like Chewie anymore. <laughs> I, I just... Uh, yeah. Hey, I, mm. hey, while we're doing weird voices, yeah. do you go on for me? <laughs> Do it, because you know what, I cack myself. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> I'm sitting beside the big ninja here uh, in, in The Hobbit the other day, and Gollum does this little thing, uh, and Wade does it so well. I honestly, middle of the movie, I, I turn I, and I, I just... You pissed yourself laughing, yeah. People must have thought I'm crazy, because it's not a laughing, not a funny part, but I just looked at you and just lost it. Yeah, because he's there. Do it. What's he doing? Is he spitting up a furball? What the fuck, man? <laughs> Is he choking on a nut? <laughs> oh, uh, every time you do it, I get Why it. did Gollum keep the ring on his on his lap lap? I don't know. Like 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 in a little I don't know, man. Anyway, let's not go back to the whole thing. It was good, it was good, it was good. But anyway. Uh yeah, so so this guy yeah. picked up his chewy. Well he and, well, tried and to. he tried to and um he he was ha- he was having a speed date with this other chick and she's like, Yeah, I know I know um how Please to don't say Cleon. No, no, how to speak uh, Chewbacca as well. Yeah. And she's she's along with him, but um, the the leader the the bloke that started this whole uh, speed dating, he said, uh, "There's nothing worse than the guy that likes the girl because you've got to write their name on it, and then yeah. the girls get all the forms. And if your name and their name correspond, then you then come back and sit back for a round two. Yeah, yeah. And um, he said, "There's nothing worse than the guy that likes the girl, and she comes walking straight towards him." And then passed him. <laughs> and then walks out the door. Yeah. Like she didn't pick anyone. Oh. You know? Ultimate rejection. Yeah. And he's like, um, it's okay. I've got some bargains. At, uh, oh, I have. And as he's walking, to, he's walking out of Comic-Con, he's... <laughs> oh, oh, you don't. Can you put a link to this on the Facebook yeah, page will, as well? Will, That's sound, like, geek, was it? Uh, geek Love. Geek Love. It's a YouTube uh, show. Speaking of Geek Love... We, uh, we're proud to announce this week, it went up on the uh, Facebook pages, yeah. we're proud to announce the, uh, the host for 2013 of Geekspeak, the regular Geekspeak stuff, mm-hmm. uh, Mr. Steve Mullen. Now, ladies and gents, Steve, one of the nicest guys you will ever meet and a massive geek. Let me tell you now, he's got uh, Transformer tattoos on him, he's yeah. got the Green Lantern, uh, all the, the Green Lantern Core symbols tattooed uh, up that, his arm. That's, that's dedication. That's dedication for, for it, yeah. He is one of the funniest guys you'll ever meet. You'll be seeing him uh, starting to host segments very soon on our web series. Mm-hmm. And also, welcoming back in 2013, I've worked with this lovely girl before. Um, she is fantastic. Uh, she's an actress, she's an opera singer, and she's just an all-around Disney fan. Yes. Uh, the lovely Anna Marangeli. Marangeli, sorry, I've just stuffed up, but anyway. Well, you, you, you were trying <laughs> to do it in her native tongue of I Italian. Was Italian. Uh, look, the absolute loveliest girl we ever meet. Now, Anna is going to be doing Girly Geek Speak for us. Some segments throughout the year. A, a girl's view of pop culture and yeah, stuff like a that. A female perspective of, of what it is to be a geek. That's right. So, uh, we've decided to give Anna and the girls 
a bit of their own geek love and give them their own Facebook page. So you mm-hmm. can head along to Girly Geek Speak on Facebook. Yep. And hit like on that. Give it a bit, show a bit of love if you're a girl or if you love to see the female perspective on geek things. And 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 hey, we're geeks, so we always like to see girls. That's right. So it's uh, it's going to work in, in cahoots with the regular Geek Speak thing. Yeah. It's yeah. not it's not like a totally separate show. It is a separate segment. Uh, web, like web segment, but um, yeah, we're all one big team here, but we just want to welcome aboard Anna, the lovely Anna, and also Steve, so welcome to the crew for 2013. How cool is that, Ginge? You looking forward to, to working with them all? <sighs> Steve, Steve's great. interesting, isn't it? Steve, Steve he's, a, he's a hugger. Oh, is our, he? Our, oh, it's, it's great. Man hugs. Man hugs. Uh, you just said great. So you've, you've experienced a few. Oh, Steve and I man hug all the time. What? Really? really? <laughs> and Anna is lovely. She, she, she's girl hugs. So well, that, that's regular hugs, isn't it? Hey, girl hugs are regular hugs. No, aren't I'm, they? I, you're not a man hugger. Like if it's a good mate, you know. Hey. Just, I'm not saying you double arm embrace. It's the one arm over the shoulder and a bit of a pat on the back. Yeah, that's, as, that's as, long as, as, long, as long as it's not an ass cupping. No, during, no, no, during no, a hug. No, no, no. And you won't say that. On. You won't say that here on Geeks. But <laughs> <laughs> that's not on. D- uh, there will be some more photos. We'll be um, getting St- Steve last year for Halloween dressed up as the Scarecrow. Yeah. And you should say awesome costume for the Scarecrow. Yeah. Uh, Anna has dressed up as Belle from Beauty and the Beast. Pretty much before. every Disney character you can think of. Yeah. And uh, so both of them, massive geeks, folks, massive geeks. So, uh, well, like I said, check it out. Girly Geek Speak on Facebook. And you can also just go along to our regular Geek Speak page. Mm-hmm. And you'll see a picture of Steve up there welcoming him welcoming him, him to the crew. I haven't been drinking like ginger, I swear. No, no. I'm pretty sure you haven't. <laughs> I mean, I should. My English is we, losing. We, we decided that we would uh, go the double tonight. It's to, last uh, week for the double. It, so it's maybe the very it's, last week. So we it's decided. All grease on my tongue from eating that horrible, maybe, maybe horrible it, food. Maybe it's, it's fermenting in our stomachs. <laughs> Already. Yeah. My heart is hardening. Yeah. <laughs> no, I lie. You have to have a heart for that to happen. <laughs> um, folks, Ginge, uh, where do you head along if, if, if the lovely folks out there want to check out our YouTube page? YouTube.com forward slash Geekspeak Australia. Fantastic. Where do you go for Facebook? Facebook.com forward slash Geekspeak TV. Where else can you find us or listen to us? How about you go to iTunes and type in Geekspeak Live yep. into Stitcher and type in Geekspeak Live or Podbean, Geekspeak Live. You, you're getting down pat at this. You're really, really good. Coming up in the next couple of weeks, we'll be filming more of Geekspeak Live, the television series. That's Getting right. It, it, it'll be on air uh, in the next couple of months mm-hmm. here in Australia. More of the web series is kicking off very, very soon. We yes. start filming next weekend. Big fire. Oh, we've got a couple oh, of big weekends ahead of us. It's, uh, you we'll know what? Filming. It's going to be a really interesting season this year. Why is that? And I can't wait to go to Gold Coast Comic... Uh, Supernova. Supernova. Yep. I was going to say Comic Con, but... Mm. No. <laughs> Sorry. That's a different thing. I was misinformed. You were. I won't um, say I'm wrong. You, you G'd up to go to um, to Supernova this year? That's yeah. Right. Shit, yeah, man. I, I, I really enjoyed Gold Coast Supernova. Yeah. Yeah, so did I. I really enjoyed pick. it. It was the pick out of all of them yeah. last year. Uh, there's a few other little events we'll be going to throughout the year as well. Uh, we've got new scriptwriters on board, so a quick shout-out to Daniil and Candice as well, yep. and Jason, who's come on board. We've got three diehard scriptwriters now. How good, like, this thing's just growing. I, 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 I tell you what, it, the, I was doing the, the new credits for the episodes. Yep, yep. And I had to move things around because we've got so many names underneath. Our, our crew has mm. almost doubled since late last year. Like, uh, people are that uh, happy to come on board and help out and they want to be part of Geekspeak. So we're, we're happy to have them on board because it's more hands make uh, better work, I reckon. Well, you know, ha- so. have, have a think about it. This time last year, there was four of us. Now, uh, just kicking off, literally, just yeah, kicking just off. Just kicking off. It was four of us. Yeah, now and we've got now, a, a decent-sized crew. Yeah, we're up around... It's eight, uh, nearly ten people. Ten people, so... Yeah. 
Fantastic. There you go. Keep an eye out. 2013, it's the year of Geekspeak, folks. Make sure you tune in to Geekspeak Live next week. And uh, my co-host with the most joining me on the panel tonight was... Wade Copson on Pots and Pans. I've been your host, Todd Bailey. See you same bat time, same bat channel. Geekspeak Live. Geekspeak Live.